Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go racing. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. With your host, NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch, and Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got that out there. Yeah. All that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman that can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Now, look how big those things are. Little meat on the bone there. And cook perfectly. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal, like people I'm about to die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken wings. It's heavy lunch. Tyler Burnett. It's episode 55 of the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing as we welcome you back to a big week on Flow as the All-Star Circuit of Champions will crown a champion this weekend and it's likely going to be Tyler Courtney who needs to take two qualifying laps at Fremont to be crowned Rookie of the Year and also an All-Star Champion. We also... On the show today are going to be joining, or we're going to welcome Robbie Rice, Ronnie Gardner, the crew chief of the Rice Motorsports, number 222 in the Silver Crown Series, and they're going to win an owner's championship, D. Welch, but right now the Silver Crown Championship comes down to one point between Cody Swanson and their driver, Logan Seavey. They've had a tremendous year this year. Yeah, and the, you know, their first year uh you know going going after the full-time championship and um just a cool team you know Robbie Rice is is obviously Larry Rice's son um and you know Ronnie Gardner is a seven-time or six-time USAC Western States midget champion as a driver um and is now working with Josh Hodges on the sprint car for for Shane Cottle as as a crew chief so two guys that are just racers to their core uh, and then obviously Logan Seavey, who is, you know, as, as good as they come right now. So it's a great, you know, trio of, of talent and, and smarts and, and, um, it's cool to see them, you know, kind of going up against, up against Cody, you know, he's, he hasn't run the full year, but just, you know, as good as he is, is still leading the points championship, but, um, just awesome to see, um, you know, a new, you know, kind of a new team come into the Silver Crown Series and, and be as good as they've been this year. So it's been a lot of fun to watch them. Yeah, Cody did not make it to Williams Grove. He didn't find a dirt ride uh, at Williams Grove. But luckily for him, CV actually DNF'd. It was the only DNF race that 
Rice Motorsports had this year was at Williams Grove. So it's kind of made the championship hunt for the Silver Crown Series super tight going into Toledo on Sunday. It's one point separating Swanson, who, of course, is one of the greatest Silver Crown Series drivers of all time. Logan Seavey, it's his rookie year in the Silver Crown Series. He's been impressive with finishes of seventh at Lucas Oil Raceway and a few others on pavement, a few other top 10 runs. Uh, I think he was 11th at Winchester. They have been, you know, a, a team that has tried to learn the pavement for the first time this year, right? They bought a pavement car. They knew they were going to run the dirt. They decided, what the heck, let's go for it. They're going to win the owner's title, D. Welch. But I think the biggest challenge they've had this year is trying to, you know, have some success on the pavement. And they've done pretty good. Well, and you see that a lot in the Silver Crown series, you know, um, you know, especially since USAC went away from, uh, you know, pavement sprint cars and pavement midgets in those national championships. Uh, there's just not a, you know, the Silver Crown series is the only series that runs pavement. So if you're a, if you're a young guy like Logan Seavey, you know, who, who, um, you know, comes to Indiana and is trying to race USAC, I mean, the Silver Crown series is the only thing you're going to have on pavement to, to learn in. So, you know, we saw it with Justin Grant, you know, he'd obviously run a little pavement when he was in California, but when he first ran the Silver Crown series, you know, that was his, his biggest struggle. He was, he was great on the dirt, but, uh, you know, they, they had to be great on the dirt because their pavement stuff just wasn't very good because Justin was learning. Um, and it's kind of been the same thing with Logan, you know, he doesn't have hardly any pavement experience in open wheel cars. You know, Ronnie Gardner is the crew chief, um, you know, doesn't have very much pavement experience, if any. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, it's, it's hard, especially when you're going up against a guy like Cody, who, uh, is, you know, as good as anybody right now in, in anything he sits in on pavement. So, um, I think they, you know, obviously, uh, would love to have Williams Grove back to, to, you know, to get a better finish there. And I think it would have, uh, you know, maybe been a different story, but regardless, still going to have to have a, you know, have their best pavement run of the year this weekend at Toledo. If they're going to, I think, keep up with Cody, unless he's got a problem, but, um, it just, like we said, it's cool that, cool that we're even in this position, you know, that, that, that it is this close. No question about that. Wins at Sealands Grove and the Four Crown Nationals at Eldora Speedway uh, has them with a chance to win an owner's, well, they're going to win the owner's title, but they have a chance to win a, a driver's title. Also on flow this weekend, the Leffler Memorial happening on um, Friday at Wayne County Speedway and then at Tri-State, the midgets are going to go there. So USAC National Midget Series uh, competing on Friday at the Left Memorial at Wayne County and then uh, Tri-State and Hobstad on Saturday. Then the USAC uh, Silver Crown Series will race at Toledo on Sunday. Again, I mentioned Fremont. Um, the, the finale for the All-Star Circuit of Champions happening on Friday and Saturday. You're going to want to watch all that action uh, live on Flow Racing this weekend. Let's get into our hat shakes brought to you by Sun Dollar Restoration. You can visit them at sundollar.net. They are a water fire mold restoration jason and kim i was just texting them i think they're actually going to be going to fremont so be able to say hi to them uh there to end the season they of course are um you know part of zeb wise's program in the all-star circuit of Champions season and i think zeb has a chance to to finish out uh, third in uh driver's points if they can run both the nights and he can get a few more points here i think he sits fourth or fifth i'm not sure which which one but he's he's got a shot at it so the net them there's great people and good friends of the show and they have supported us all year long with the sun dollar restoration hat shakes of the week let's go through some of the winners 
Um, let's see. Ryan Timms, wing 360 sprint car winner at I-80 Speedway. He seems to be just rolling right now um, in, in a sprint car. Travis, oh, am I pr pronouncing this right? Travis Aarons, is that right? The USAC East Coast sprint car winner? Maybe. At Georgetown? A-R-E-N-Z. <laughs> That's going to yeah, be his first Aarons. win. It's going to be his first win in the USAC East Coast Sprint Car Series this year. I haven't, I haven't seen uh, him go to victory lane. I might be wrong on that, but uh, congratulations on the win. Uh, let's see. Landon Simon, non-wing 410 Sprint Car winner at Rock Crest Raceway in North Vernon, Indiana. I, I didn't even know that, that track was still there. When, when did it get renamed to Rock Crest Raceway? <laughs> I don't know. What did it used to be called? North Vernon. Well, it's called Rock Crest Race Raceway right now. Some other, some other, you know, name, but not in whatever the hell that is. Rock Crest Raceway. Raceway. Let's look it up. I think <laughs> is that is that wrong? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no, it might I think be. that I is know. right. I think that's right. Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard. Oh, I wow. didn't know it was called that. Silver Dollar Speedway, that is the correct name of that track in Chico, California. Wing 360 Sprint Car win for Tanner Carrick. Congratulations. Our guests, what, two episodes ago now, Brent Cruz, winner at Sweet Springs Motorsports Complex in the Power Eye National Midget League. He continues to win in the midgets. Get used to his name. He's probably going to come into USAC and um, light it up on fire. Terre Haute Action Track, Indiana Race Seaver Sprint Car Series, Alex Nalen, a winner. Chris Windham, winner in the Jim Herdebeest Classic at the Terre Haute Action Track in the USAC National Sprint Car Series. And then Larson won at Williams Grove. This was on October 1st. October 2nd, um, some of our winners, Damian Gardner, the USAC CRA Sprint Car Series winner at Arizona Speedway, while Parker Price Miller won at Atomic Speedway with the Fast 410 Sprint Cars. Derek Hawk, that's his name, H-A-U-C-K. Uh, winner in the Sprint Car Series at Clinton County Speedway. Congratulations. Um, let's see. Jordan Poirier. Is that French? The Frenchman. <laughs> he had a couple wins. He actually won October 1st and October 2nd uh, with the Knights of Thunder 360 Sprint Car Series. Congratulations. KT, winner at Lawrenceburg with the USAC National Sprint Car Series. Uh, let's see who else. Andy Priest, a non-wing crate win. At Mercer, Pennsylvania. Congratulations. Dason Persley, Power Eye National Midget win at Sweet Springs Motorsports Complex. And then Carson Macedo, winner at Williams Grove. Who is your hat shake? I got to go Emerson Axum. Um, nearly won the Fall Nationals, uh, leading late, blew a right rear with like four to go or something, I think. Um, and, uh, you know, had had that had that one in the bag, I think. I don't I don't know that uh, that KT was going to be able to get by him, and he even said that in his his victory lane interview that um, you know that Emerson you know kind of had that one. So uh, as we've talked about, you know he's been super impressive in everything this year, but um, you know his second or third or fourth or something you know low number of starts in that Clawson Marshall uh, USAC Sprint car, and uh, you know about had a win there. So uh, he'll he'll get one. He'll probably get more than one here, uh, you know, before too much longer. So, um, hated to see that for him, but he uh, he certainly certainly proved his uh, his merit. That's a good Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shake of the Week, Emerson Axum, 
hopefully we see him on the national sprint car series tour next year. He's shown that he can compete in this, the sprint car, um, you know, with Clawson Marshall racing this year. And it'll be fun to see what uh, they can do as a collective group. I think I'm going to go Carson Macedo winning the national open. Uh, the outlaws took, you know, another national open from the PA posse and it was a tremendous drive. He got around Shuhart there late. And um, I'm not sure if he's ever won a national open. I think that might've been his first. So uh, congratulations to Carson Macedo and Jason Johnson racing 41 team winning a national open. It was a huge win. It pays a lot of money. It was like 75 grand. Yep. It's a big win. It's the biggest win you can get in Pennsylvania. That and the Tuscarora 50 that Logan Wagner won a few weeks ago. So congratulations. Our Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shakes of the Week go to Carson Macedo and Emerson Axum. All right, let's chat with Robbie Rice, the co-owner of the Rice Motorsports 222 in the Silver Crown Series. They're getting ready to win an owner's title. They're trying to win Logan CB his first Silver Crown Series driver's title. They're one point behind Cody Swanson heading to Toledo Speedway. Also going to be joining us Ronnie Gardner, his crew chief. It's next on episode 55 of the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing. Gentlemen, start your engines. The race cars too are historic. They are the ancestors of the current Indianapolis car. As we get ready for exciting USAC dirt car racing. But we're not here for horses, we're here for horsepower. Uh, we are presented by Quick Pits and QuickPits.com. It's your one-stop shop for over 350,000 national parts and accessories from the brands you demand. Truck cheap, auto, and ATV with fast free shipping to your door. Use promo code FLOWSPORTS at checkout for additional, additional savings. And we're back on the Loud Pedal Podcast. As promised, we welcome in Robbie Rice and Ronnie Gardner, the two minds behind the car that sits second in the Silver Crown Series right now, one point behind Cody Swanson uh, and the driver's points. How you guys doing today, gentlemen? It's good to talk to you. It's good. Good to see you guys. Thanks for having us. All right. So, Robbie, let's start with you um, as the car owner. Um, okay. I know the, the Silver Crown Series is, is a series that uh, – is important to both of you, but you know, Robbie, obviously with, with your dad and everything that he accomplished, I know that it's important to you. So first of all, to even be in this position, your first year, you know, as an owner, how special is that to you? I'm not even sure it's, it's really sunk in. I mean, in, in February, this, this wasn't even our plan with, to run the full season, but um, counting on how special it is, it's, it was my dad's favorite, division of the three and something that he shined in doing and it was always one of my favorites as a kid some of my earliest childhood memories can be in at the Springfield or the DuCoin or Indy Miles and I don't know it's something I've always wanted to done or wanted to do and to be able to do it this year it, it's, it's been special. Ronnie you get the chance to work with a really good talent and Logan CV obviously he has a lot more dirt experience and he showed that this year with a couple of wins uh, in the dirt series but to go into Toledo and, and race on the pavement, it's going to be a pretty big challenge against Cody. But how have you, how impressed have you been with Logan kind of getting some consistent finishes on the pavement this year? 
I mean, he's he's a talented race car driver. So talented race car drivers, they seem to figure out, you know, any form of any form of racing or race cars. You just look. I mean, he runs midgets, sprint cars, silver crowns. He's ran stock cars, outlaw cars. You know, you name it. So I wasn't I wasn't too surprised when he kind of picked it up quickly. Um, biggest thing for both of us is like pavement open wheel is new to both of us as far as me working on the car and him driving it like his first other than running like a focus midget or something he said he'd never ran an open wheel car on pavement until we ran um irp at the first of the year so it's not too surprising that he picked it up the way he did and we're kind of learning you know at the same pace as far as what i need to do with the car and what he needs to do you know as far as driving it so it's it's been a learning curve and Obviously, pavement is not his strong suit and definitely not mine when it comes to working on race cars. But we're optimistic we can at least be halfway bit competitive at Toledo and give it a shot. Ronnie, I mean, I know you've obviously worked on your own stuff for a long time as a, you know, as a driver and you know, working on your own stuff. And then obviously you're doing some stuff with Josh Hodges' sprint car team this year. But what's been the biggest adjustment you've had to make as a guy calling the shots from the setup just kind of with the silver crown series and everything that those cars you know present um i guess the biggest thing would be is i've, I've worked on a lot of race cars i mean obviously my own cars growing up you know racing in california but i've never actually been the top guy that makes the, you know the final decision on you know what we're going to do with stagger or what we're going to do with the chassis so it's been different in that aspect just trying to have confidence in myself as well as you know put the best race car on the track that i can but it's with with a driver like logan is is you you i mean i work with him at kcam so i've have experience around him at the racetrack and you just kind of know when when he's comfortable and and when the, you know the race car is close you know he kind of he he doesn't say much he'd come off the track yeah we were good or or no we definitely need to work on this but it's been funny all year long like we go to the dirt races especially the dirt races and he'll be 17th or 25th in practice and he'll come in and just be like yeah we're good and then go out and qualify and qualified you know top five and you know we'll race well so I get, yeah, I guess the biggest thing is just having confidence in myself. Robbie, obviously you guys announced at the beginning of the year, you're going to try to do the silver crown thing this year and you hired Logan CV to come aboard. Have you met your expectations or have you over exceeded your expectations and, and how much have you enjoyed working with Logan? Um, let's start with Logan. Working with him has been fun. I mean, he's so laid back. Um, he doesn't have an ill word to say about anyone. Um, he doesn't spread crazy rumors or anything. He's just a quiet kid and he goes out and races hard. And the biggest thing with Logan is, is he's brought the equipment back to the shop for me and Ronnie to work on, not tore up. And that's, that's a huge thing in the silver crown deal. Uh, you, you just can't have DNFs. And, um, as well as he takes care of the cars during the races and not tearing them up. I mean, that's three quarters of the battle. Um, that saves us time at the shop working on things. Um, you know, Ronnie does 80% of the work in the shop. I mean, it's just me and him. So um, that definitely helps a bunch. So with Logan, um, that's been a pleasure 
Um, as far as our expectations this year, I think we've um, exceeded them by far. Um, we've finished almost every lap we've competed in except Williams Grove, and that's kind of haunting us right now. Um, but what we've done on the dirt this year has been pretty cool. I mean, just running up front and seeing your car up front every time we hit the track is um been really cool but we couldn't have done this without rico at uh, fatheads we gotta say shout out to him because he believed in us and gave us the everything we needed to go do this this year and uh without him it wouldn't happen yeah i mean how big of a deal robbie has it been for you like you know i know, I know you're more than just you know a car owner like you're way more hands-on than just that title but like as the guy who you know who does own the stuff i mean how how important has it been to you as you kind of start to establish this team that you've had two guys like Logan and Ronnie that know what they're doing and, and, you know, can kind of lead you down the right path, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, it's, it's been huge. Um, how me and Ronnie kind of got hooked up was last year I was working on this thing out here by myself and broke my hand and went into CSI to pick up our shocks for the upcoming race. <laughs> I looked at him and I was, man, I might need some help, buddy. I mean, you <laughs> drove that sprint car on mine about 10 years ago and I might need an extra hand, you know, put my hand up all bandaged up. So uh, that's a funny story on how, you know, we kind of hooked up on this deal. So we've got more things planned for next year. We're gonna, we're gonna put Ronnie a sprint car together and go racing with him a little bit. And uh, he probably didn't want me telling you that, but that's too bad it's sitting in the garage here. So. <laughs> We'll get that thing done this winter, and uh, we'll have a few more toys to play with. Cool. That is really cool. I know, and this this question can be for both of you. Uh, a win in Pennsylvania was cool right at Sealands Grove, but for both of you, Eldora is a special, special place. Winning there, what did that mean to you guys? Well, for me, my dad winning there um, at the foreground three different times and twice in one day in 85, um, so to be able to go there and do it in the champ car and, and be a part of that, um, it was special for me. So I know it had to be special for Ronnie too. I mean, it's Eldora. I mean, there's there's a few tracks across the country. You always want to see yourself stand in victory lane if you're if you're driving it or you're working on it. And Eldora is definitely one of those racetracks. It's just there's there's nothing about it that's not cool. Nothing about Eldora. I mean, they do everything class most class you could do i mean it's just an awesome facility so just being able to stand up there silver crown car i mean almost almost didn't when uh work k cam and the midget and carrick led all them laps but just to be able to do it it's yeah eldora is cool man so this weekend obviously kind of as, as ty was alluded to we got the pavement at toledo and you're going up against cody so Ronnie, as as the crew chief, what do you? I mean, how do you how do you approach this weekend, right? Because it's I don't want to say the deck stacked against you, but Cody, you know, it's no secret how good, uh, you know, how good Cody. So, what do you guys have to do? I mean, what what's kind of your game plan going into this weekend? Make all the laps. Try to stay on the lead lap. I mean, you you know what you're getting with Cody. He's 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 a top three car almost automatically when it comes to the pavement races. So all year we've kind of just went with the mindset on the pavement is try to make all the laps and, you know, don't shoot ourselves in the foot. Um, I think the biggest thing this weekend, though, to even have a chance is to try to stay on the lead lap. So probably expect me to tell Logan to just go from lap one and just 
try to stay on the lead lap in case Cody were to have some sort of problem. I don't think I don't think we're gonna uh, basically know we're not probably not gonna outrun him. So the only chance we really have to get Logan that title is make all laps. Don't beat ourselves. Just make sure everything stays on the race car and go out there and hope for the best. Robbie, is it um, safe to say you guys are going to go back and chase another title again next year with Logan? I think so. Um, I can't say 100% sure right now. We haven't talked to any sponsors for next year, so we're optimistic. Everyone wants to come back since we had such a I mean, we had a pretty good year this year. So um, we just been concentrating on this pavement car the last 10 days, just trying to make sure it's not going to fall apart, um, try to give Logan the best chance you know, he has, you know, it, it's hard to win titles and to be this close. Um, we have to do everything that we can in here in the shop to make sure he has a chance because uh, he's already got the midget title. This would be two out of three and, you know, maybe chase sprint car points for him next year. You know, the triple count is, you know, something that it could be a grasp if, if something happens good Sunday. So we're going to go prepared. We're going to go with the best car that we can give him. And, and then after that, we'll go talk to sponsors and see if they want to do this again. Cool. It's like some, it's David versus Goliath. Is that how you guys feel? Are you, are you guys feel like you're David? In the pavement? Uh, yeah, definitely. for sure. I mean, <laughs> go it's ahead, funny. Ronnie. It's funny. To, uh, Cody was actually in war in, in, in CSI today and we were kind of joking around. He's like, yeah, you guys have been pretty good. And you think you probably got a good shot at it. And I'm like, man, let's be realistic here. <laughs> We're going to give it, we're, he's just, he's such a humble guy and he's such yeah. a nice guy. You know, he's not, he, he's, there's no cockiness coming out of him. He knows he's the guy to beat, but he's not going to, he's not going to go and toot his own horn, but it was kind of funny. We got to talk about it today. I think, let's not think forget, Dylan, you know, does he, does he have enough championships though? Can he just have Logan have one? <laughs> you never have enough, man. You're going I mean, he's, he's came this far. I, I don't think he's going to give it away. Absolutely not. But we do have to say something about Cody. You know, our first, when we took this pavement car out for the first time, we went to Raceway Park for a test, and, and he came down, looked at the car, and made sure it was good and, you know, gave us some pointers. So, I mean, he's a class act. I mean, he's a, <laughs> you can't ask for a better person to be your champion in the Silver Crown Division, the way he speaks and presents himself. So Logan will have some big shoes to fill there if, if, if he accomplishes our goals on Sunday. But um, another thing, the entire champ car community, I mean, the amount of help we've been given with this pavement car, I mean, it's been twenty over 20 years since I've done any pavement racing. And like Ronnie told his experience is slim to none too, along with Logan. So um, Bobby Santos has, you know, helped us out. Like I said, Cody helped us out at a test. Um, Burn Racing with Chewy Sandberg, you know, they've given us advice. So the amount of support you have throughout the pit area, um, it's been cool to Jerome, see. Jerome and we hope to be able to pay that. Out. Yep, absolutely. Jerome's come from the midget team and with Logan and, and helped us out and make sure we were doing what we need to do. So it's it's been cool to see. So we hope to be able to pay that back to the smaller teams coming up in the years to come. Absolutely. I mean, really, I mean, really your top 10 results, like, so seventh at Lucas oil, that's a really good run for your first guys run out, you know, like your top 10 results in the payment series is really what given him a chance to win this thing. Don't you think? I think the car staying together and him just learning and getting laps and, and being able to run 
close to the top 10, um, it's definitely been an advantage. And the way we finished here, the last four races on the dirt is, has been cool, and we're hoping to be able to carry all this over. Yeah, and that, that seventh place at Lucas Hole, and we, we put that car out there, Not we had absolutely no clue what we were doing. But somehow, some way, he drove that thing to seventh. And he was he was better than a seventh-place car at the end of the race. We got trapped a lap down, like lap 65 or 70 there. And last couple of restarts, he just – you could pass somebody, but you weren't going to get – you know, your lap down, you're kind of just dri driving around at that point. Yeah, that almost felt like a win, I think. I appreciate you guys coming on. Oh, it's sure. been such a good story. It's It's been such a good story to, to watch you guys do this this year. And um, the Silver Crown Series is healthy and, and the schedule is really fun. And it's cool that it ends at Toledo. I know it's you, you guys said it's an uphill challenge, but it's going to be fun to see what happens uh, Sunday. And, and we, we look forward to watching it. And we uh, we appreciate you coming on the show. Well, thanks for having us. Shout and, out to uh, Joe, we'll... Dev Joe Devin, too. Joe Devin's been a huge help on both sides of the spectrum. Just pointing us in the right direction on the dirt. Obviously, he's the one who built our our uh, dirt cars. And yeah, my wife are giving me giving me all these weekends and nights at Robbie's house to work on this thing. It's it's been uh, thanks, Amber. It's, just a lot of hours get <laughs> yeah a lot of hours get put into this, and people people make sacrifices, and she makes a lot for me. So I gotta give her a shout out. Takes a village for sure. Absolutely. We'well, go get them, boys. All right, we're going to We'll give Appreciate them all we got. It.